and welcome back to the Out to Be podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi. On today's episode, I am chatting with Megan Gear, who is an Audience Builder alum. Megan is a singer-songwriter, creative director, and intuitive. And while music has always played a role in her life, she brought it to the front seat in the last two years to share the vulnerable truths of showing up for yourself, following your dreams, and sharing our collective truths. So, I am so excited to chat with her today. She has uh, music out, she's released over 30K streams on Spotify, and she's currently working on an EP focused on her journey of self-love. And today we chat about her experience inside of the Audience Builder, including how she created her own personal brand and how the Audience Builder impacted her and her career. So I'm really excited to dive in. As a reminder, today is the last day for you to grab the Audience Builder at the Founders Discount. So let's just walk through this real quick before we dive into the episode. If you are just hearing about the Audience Builder and the fact that it is open um, for enrollment at this time for the first time, the Audience Builder is the step-by-step course that you need to clarify your brand and organically grow your fan base and in turn monetize your music career. We know that the best way to make money in music is to have a fan base because when you have a fan base, you can have people who stream your music, who buy your merch, who go to your shows, who join your Patreon, um, or if you're a coach or have that as a side hustle, who join your coaching programs. And you can get brand partnerships and brand deals and there's so much that you can do by having an audience. So building your brand and building your audience effectively and in a way that is sustainable, that doesn't just teach, you know, how to go viral once and then good luck coming back from that, but instead is actually sustainable and doable. This is exactly what we teach inside of the Audience Builder and it's crucial to having a successful music career where you can thrive and where you can bring in the money that you want to bring in so that you can do this part-time or full-time or whatever it is that you desire. So inside of this course, there's four modules. We talk all about branding and crafting your personal brand. We talk about building a social media foundation, defining your ideal fan or audience and um, mindset. We talk a lot about mindset, which I think definitely sets us apart from all other courses of this nature. And we talk about social media strategy. We go into literally every single social media platform out there and talk about the strategy for you to thrive in there. Now I'm not an expert on every social media platform. So we have guest speakers who come in and do trainings on the platforms that they are experts in, which is awesome. And then in our last module, we talk all about content creation so that you can create content that feels authentic, that is in alignment with your brand and do it with ease and without feeling like you either have so many ideas, you don't know what to actually say, or you have so little ideas, you don't know what to say. (laughs) So we're going to solve that problem for you so that you can show up and create content that connects with your audience and that builds your audience with ease. I am so excited for this new version of the program to officially be open. The discount, the founder's discount that we're running ends tonight. So you can get this program at the lowest price it will ever be offered when you join by the end of day today. So if you're thinking about it, now is a great time to get in before you miss out on that discount. And as a reminder, there's a couple different options uh, that you can join with. We have our self-paced option where you get the course and you can just dive right in and get rolling. And we also offer group coaching. And for the group coaching, you can pay in full or you can do the payment plan option. So the group coaching is rolling enrollment, meaning you can join at any time. Uh, we officially start on June 1st. So when you join anytime between now and June 1st, your term will start on June 1st. If you were to join, say, June 3rd, 
then your term would start on June 3rd. So you can join at any time. But again, I want to stress that if you join by the end of day today, you lock in that discount. And that discount is for the payment plan. It's for the pay in full. And so it'll save you some money. So, you know, it serves you to join now rather than later. In the group coaching, we have a call every other week, a group call where we will go deep on strategy and hot seat coaching so everyone has a chance to ask their questions and get coached individually while everyone else is able to learn and support and hold space. And we also have a group community portal where you can also ask questions, share wins, share mindset blocks, you know, support your other community members. So we'll be able to have that ongoing conversation and support as you go through your journey of building your fan base and your brand. So if you are ready to join, if you haven't already, make sure that you head to katiezacardi.com slash build to join the audience builder. Um, One more time, I'm just going to say it. Discount ends tonight. So go grab this program at the lowest price it will ever be before that discount goes away. And without any further ado, let's head into this episode with Megan all about her experience inside of the audience builder. Hey, Megan, and welcome to the Out to Be podcast. Hey, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to chat with you today. Now, before we dive in, please take a second, introduce yourself to our audience. Who are you? What do you do? (laughs) Give us the full scoop. Hello, hello. I am Megan. I'm a singer-songwriter, and I hail from Portland, Oregon, originally from Oakland, California. I have spent the past few years really diving back into music after putting it on the back burner um, because it's my one true love and I wasn't doing the thing that I was scared the most to do. Um, And ultimately that wasn't really serving me. And um, so my music is all about self-love. It's all about showing up for yourself and Uh, being vulnerable, being afraid to take risks and still just moving through it one foot right after the other. So at this point, I've released four singles. I'm working on an EP. Um, The EP is definitely diving more into my roots, um, being from Oakland with soul, infusing it with modern sensibilities of pop and also just very like, you know, mm, poetic lyrics, if you will from more of that singer-songwriter perspective, vulnerable and honest. So I'm really excited to be putting that together. And yeah, I've just been building my audience and trying to um, put together my my point of view as a brand, you know, out in the world and really know what I stand for and make it a clear message to everybody. Yeah, and so Megan, you were in my Out to Launch Patreon very first round of that official program. And just for context for the listeners, in that round, we had a bonus month that was focused on social media building, which we basically went through audience builder bundle content. So this was before the course was updated to be what it is now. But that group was, and Megan in particular, um, really challenged me to create new content and inspired a lot of the social media and branding content that is now in the audience builder. So you kind of did a double whammy because you did both programs sort of at the same time. So tell us um, what it was like and where you were at before going through the audience builder content, really just before our experience inside of Owls Launch Patreon too, where we kind of further explored branding and social media as it related to the Patreon you guys were creating. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's good to note I had already started, 
you know, I had an Instagram account, Facebook, I had a private Facebook group. I had a click funnel in place. You know, I had a lot of website with video, music video out and a lot of pieces in place. Um, but my background is in graphic design and creative direction. So I build brands and this was really hard for me because it was so close to home that I couldn't really even see myself. And, I, and in some ways I was maybe a little afraid because I didn't want to overthink it. I just wanted to shoot from the hip and have it not feel like overwrought and, you know, with too much strategy. Right. But at a certain point, I knew that I couldn't see myself clearly. Like I knew it wasn't cohesive and I knew that, that I wasn't reaching as many people as I could be. So when I, when I decided to um, offer a Patreon, that was a way for me to change my private Facebook group into something that I could monetize. I was already creating content for free on there and I wanted to take it up a notch and really hone in on what I could offer. Um, and, you know, you're so smart to put that, that, you know, audience builder bundle in there before we all went on the journey of Patreon, because you have to make sure you've got that solid foundation before you start making a big offer like that. So, um, yeah, I felt like things looked good, but there was room for improvement. I knew it wasn't cohesive across the board on all my channels. Um, and I didn't really like, I think inside I knew what I stood for, but I didn't really have, I hadn't done that exercise from a branding standpoint on myself. Yeah. And I think what you bring up is something that a lot of people can resonate with, which is this feeling of you can do it for other people, but when it becomes about you, it's really hard to articulate or even wrap your head around exactly how you want to represent yourself or what to say or what to post and do it easily because there's like a weird, I don't know, for me, it kind of feels like it's embarrassing almost, mm -hmm. or like, it's just like, well, I don't, I don't want to like have an ego about it or like think I'm so great. And if I do these things, then it feels like a little wonky. So can you share a little bit more about that and how you began to work through that so you could really start to create your brand in a way that felt good and kind of get over that hump of, of feeling like you could do it for other people, but not necessarily for yourself? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it became really clear that that's what my brand stood for was showing up for yourself and getting out of your own way and out of your own limiting beliefs. So here I was, so meta. <laughs> right. Like I was, I was playing the role and those were my pain points. And that was an exercise that we went through that was so helpful too. It's like, what, what did I stand for? What do I stand for? And how does that resonate? What are the pain points that are associated with something like that? And so for me, it was, it was seeing myself as the client or as the fan, you know, and, and realizing that I was the answer to all of these questions and having the structure of courses with questionnaires and forms to fill out made it very easy for me to just go through these exercises instead of it just all being in your head. You're like, Oh, I know myself. Yeah. But if somebody asked you like, what are your brand pillars? What do you stand for? I wouldn't have been able to answer that succinctly. Now I know, I know what I stand for. And I know that my content all ties back to those four or five pillars. So um, yeah, I think it was just getting over limiting beliefs, some imposter syndrome stuff where you're kind of like, yeah, thinking that maybe it's not you, um, that gets to play that role and help other people through it because you're already struggling with it. 
if that makes sense. Yes, which is why I love the meta-ness. I think a lot of people think, well, I want to talk about this, but I feel like I have to be completely past, you know, the problem, quote unquote, or like I have to be completely cured of whatever thing, or I have to have completely solved the issue right. that I, but it's not true. The journey is enough. I mean, you can still right. stand for something and have conversations about something on your platform and be going through it yourself. Cause that's what humans do. Like there's never yeah. an end point to learning or growing or, you know, experiencing. 100%. And you, to be an expert doesn't mean that you have to have gotten through it and be on the other side to be an expert means, you know, what it feels like to go through it. And so just being in the moment, I mean, that's something I come back to time and time again with content too. It's like this idea that it needs to be polished or finished or have my head fully wrapped around it. Like, mm fan journey they want they want to know they want to know the struggles and like be a part of that process because they're human too <laughs> absolutely yeah that is such a good point i'm really glad that you brought it up um so i want to ask like what were the top things that you'd say you learned or that really made an impact in your journey as you went through some of the audience builder content and kind of went through your experience of solidifying your brand and starting to show up on social media in a way that felt good for you yeah, I mean, I think that um, I already kind of touched on it, but basically defining, you kind of go through this, this process. You don't just say, oh, what do I stand for? You kind of go through your own personal story first, how you got to where you are. And, you know, from that, you can tease out what did you learn? What stuck with you? What were the things that really mattered to you through this, through this life journey? And then those become the foundation for your brand, which we call brand pillars. I've done this for many people before, but I just like couldn't figure out how to do it for myself. So being able to just go back to my own personal story, that was really helpful. And then, and then um, from the brand pillars, I also found it so nice that we had this exercise to take each one and think about what the pain points are that is, are associated with that so that you can relate to your audience. So let's say it's like limiting beliefs, you know, what are the pain points that are associated with limiting beliefs? Well, you know, I, you get to write down like five and then from those five, you generate content around that. And you have a social media plan that all ties back to that, you know, brand pillar, which is limiting beliefs yeah. through through a lens of what does my fan need? And this is where you get to get out of your own way. It's not about you. It's about what everybody needs and you're helping yeah. <laughs> by showing up and just being in that moment of pain. You know, I think yeah. that was really helpful. Okay. I would love to actually dig a little bit deeper on this because I know that there's some people listening right now who are like, okay, I hear you, but I'm just a musician. Like I'm just here to create music. Like what I'm not a teacher. I'm not a coach. Like I'm not here to solve people's problems. So I'm not quite grasping what you're saying or like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that or if it makes sense. And this is a learning curve. I feel like a lot of people go through it. Definitely have, we, we went over it a lot in out to launch Patreon especially, and it, it comes to play in social media content too. So what was that process like of sort of going from like, I'm a musician to, oh, wait, let me think about what my audience actually wants, needs, and struggles with. And that mm -hmm. helps it become so much easier to create content in a way I never thought of before. And that it doesn't distract from me being a musician. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that it, there's, so there's a few levels here. One, I just want to say that, you know, if, if you're posting content that relates back to your brand pillars, which are part of your core story in your human journey, then that's completely authentic. And that, that is going to relate to your lyrics. So there's an immediate tie, like whether or not you're talking about your lyrics or your fans pain points, they're all the same. So like when you get to point out, you know, um, a universal pain that we might both be going through. And then you release a song that's about that. Like that's some beautiful breadcrumbing that we talked about too. Like how do you reverse engineer a conversation when you know the end result is I want to pitch this single. Well, you get to basically think about what about that single would resonate to your audience and how, why did it resonate to you? And you get to tell that story and it creates that connection. So I want to say that first. And I don't think that people expect us to be one dimensional and just, if you're an artist, you're creative. Like you have a vision. <laughs> vision is many things, but, but it, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't limit you to one medium either. And I think that people expect multidimensional content at this point, you know, if, if it was just all one thing, you know, it might just be a little too predictable. And so you know, and, and then to your other point, it's like this idea of a coach versus a musician or artist. I definitely have gone through that process in this. And I'm still kind of looking back being like, whoa, because where I ended up in the Patreon at the end is very much coaching tools. Mm -hmm. And it's not something I felt like I had the wherewithal to do. I am not a coach. I am not. But people relate to me on these levels of struggle and growth and perspective that they want to get in their life. And if I can then distill down what I've learned into something that I can deliver in the form of music or intuition cards or a worksheet or, you know, a workshop with a life coach that I've worked with, why can't I be the vehicle to connect the dots for them? There's no reason I shouldn't be able to do that. And I'm not saying I know all the answers. I don't definitely don't. And it's collaborative, you know, it's just a conversation. So absolutely. Yeah. And I think you really embraced it in your own unique way. And it's not to say that everyone's going to go through this process and come out being like, Oh, yeah, I want to like, be the same as Megan, because <laughs> that doesn't have to happen. It might not happen, probably won't. But you can still serve your audience what they need, you can still relate to them in these really specific ways that allow them to connect more with your music because they connect more with you because they yeah. feel like you are speaking directly to them and how they feel. And that that's all you need to start to build your audience and to start to, to grow. And then once you're ready to monetize, you can take it to the next level in whatever way feels good for you. But I think that Megan's a great example of how she did exactly that. Yeah, and I mean, I think kudos to you too. Like your programs, are all about it feeling aligned within yourself. There's no, I'm trying, like I've heard this in coaching calls that we've done where someone's like, well, somebody mentioned, maybe I should do this. Well, is, you know, that's what they think, but is that something you really want to wake up and do every day? Does that really align? <clears throat> and being able to do that self-check and, and know that at the end of the day, if it is aligned for you, 
and it lights you up, there is no way it can't affect the world positively and have feedback, you know, it's just magnetic, you know? Yeah. I mean, just the other day, I think we were having a conversation where you were like, this specific thing isn't working like this. I think it was like the over planning or or that kind of thing. like planning too far in advance. You're like, it's just, I'm getting really tripped up and kind of in paralysis. And I was like, okay, don't do it then. (laughs) Like we have the systems and the systems will serve if they serve. And if they don't, what's most important is finding out the way to use them, to apply them and to do things that works for you. Because if it doesn't work for you, it's not going to be effective. Like that is the bottom line. 100%. Yeah. And I am the overthinker. Like I get to, I get right into the nitty gritty details and I'm looking at the, like the 30,000 foot view and I can get overwhelmed really, really easily because I can see it all. And I think as creatives, we do see a lot more than what, you know, your average person might be experiencing. We're highly sensitive humans. So knowing at the end of the day, like what is the most essential thing that I could put out there right now and having that foundation that ABB provides, I think made it a lot easier for me to know like, okay, gut check. (laughs) This is what I stand for. And this is what I'm going to put out. Which is like the best thing I could ever, ever hope for as a coach. Like that is literally all I care about. Some people will sell you virality and all this stuff. And, but that's, it's really nonsense because if you're constantly looking to someone else to tell you what to do, instead of just like, doing that gut check and checking with your instincts and being able to pivot for yourself and and do what feels aligned doesn't mean that you don't necessarily talk it out with other people, but it does mean that you're not just taking blind advice from like one or two people just because they say so. Like that, that is truly my mission for my clients to be able to feel like they can apply what applies to them to listen to their intuition and to move forward in a way that feels completely in alignment. Yeah. And you're doing it and it's awesome because it shows. And yeah, I think that that's, if, if you're basing your actions on what somebody else is telling you to do or what you think the world wants, it's gonna, you're going to run out of steam. You're going to run out of momentum. You're going to run out of any kind of like ability to, you'll just be chasing something. You're chasing, you're chasing something that you think you're supposed to do rather than following what you know to be true and having that kind of, you know, authority over your life is so powerful. And I think we all need to be stepping into that place collectively. (laughs) Absolutely. So we've kind of been sneaking there, but tell us a little bit about how you felt after going through the program and like where you're at right now when it comes to your branding and how you approach social media. Well, I'll say this too, you know, like, obviously I had a sense of, of branding and palette and, you know, content, but you did an audit on my, on my platforms. And that was really helpful. Like I was curious to see what you would find. And, um, there were a lot of little things that I was able to button up and some things that I didn't see, you know, and, or, I knew I needed to like make the highlight icon something cute, but I just hadn't had the time yet. I think as an artist, we feel so overwhelmed. We're wearing every single hat, promoting, creating, you know, all these things, but just going through the exercises of a few steps that I can take to help button things up was really helpful. So, you know, I think that 
looking back, I, I feel like everything is a lot more cohesive. I feel like I have a solid foundation as a brand that I did not have before. I feel like I have a very clear understanding of what I stand for. And if I am coming up dry on what kind of content to create, I know that I have a roadmap that I can go back to. And that feels really secure and very, very me and very authentic. Um, so it's like, um, it's like when you just gain confidence, you know, I feel confident in what I stand for. And I see that the dots are clearly connected between what I create as an artist, what I put out into the world in terms of communication and what I'm actually living in my everyday life. They all connect. So that that's made me feel really confident. And um, I think I just feel like I'm shining a little brighter, you know, and I'm not just shooting from the hip. I feel like I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. And that's huge, you know? It is huge, it is. So before we let you go, I wanna know, what would you say to musicians who is, or musicians or really coaches, anyone who's listening to this right now, and is thinking, I kinda wanna invest in this, or I feel like I need support, but I'm just a little nervous. Cause we know that making an investment is not something that you know, is, is easy or a no brainer. Sometimes it really takes thought. So like what advice would you give for anyone who's considering joining audience builder, but might be on the fence? Do it period. (laughs) Um, Here's actually reminded me of something else. So I, I went through this crazy period where I signed up for like every online course possible during COVID and got really overwhelmed. (laughs) Um, and so that I tell you that because I've taken a lot of online courses and I've not finished a lot of online courses. And I'm, I am a finisher. Like, I don't know why, but I really struggled with these, basically these online courses that were just super dense videos that were like hours long that you had to sit through. And it was like, I don't have that time. I am so busy. I'm a mother of two kids. I run my own business. I'm trying to make music and like make moves. Right. These videos that you put out were always just super concise to the point. There's a worksheet. Like it's very, very approachable, easy to get done in like a half an hour to an hour, you know, per, per lesson. And, and then I have this worksheet that I can go back to on my Google drive that I know has all the answers that I'm looking for. So I just want to say that in terms of structure that I found that so helpful. Um, But yeah, if you're on the fence about money, I think you need to think about what are you, what are you trying to build for yourself and what are, how are you willing to invest in yourself? And really, if you apply yourself, you, it's priceless. So just, you know, do it and, and set your intention, you know, to really align with yourself. And ultimately at the end of the day, yes, this is about, you know, building your audience and communicating with them. But like I said, from an entrepreneurial kind of brand standpoint, the confidence that you get after going through this, these exercises are priceless. So, so there you have it, folks. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Megan, it was amazing having you on today. Thank you so much for sharing your experience and your thoughts and your wisdom. Everyone, you have to go check her out. Tell us where we can connect with you, support you, join your community, all of that fun stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Um, yes. Instagram. You can follow me at sing Megan sing it's S I N G M E A G A N S I N G. Um, you can also check out my website, meganmusic.com. And there's lots of fun little, you know, things to click through there. You can join, um, my community and see all my fun merch that I design myself and good merch too (laughs) (laughs) and come into my world and join my email list and I'll keep you up to date on stuff. So awesome. Megan, thank you so much again. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the out to be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, that really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.